0: Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And welcome to another edition of Happy Hour. As always with these, we are not currently sponsored by anything we mention. Uh, and also drink responsibly. Yes. Are you sipping on anything, Samantha.
1: I am keeping it pretty low-key. I have this new probiotic drink that I bought from uh Trader Joe's, again, not sponsored, uh, with it's called agua de kefir. And apparently mm-hmm. it's like a Mexican kefir, and I love it. It's so tasty. Nice. Um, I mix it with some orange juice though, give you oh. more vitamin C. Yeah. So nice. I'm doing
0: that today. <laughs> keeping it simple. What about you? Nice. Uh, I have a friend who left a beer at my apartment, and I'm drinking that, and that's, that's the end Perfect. of the story. Perfect. I'm not going to say what it is, but uh, yeah, I was like, all right, this is what it's going to be. It's here. I'm drinking it. <laughs> she left it here. Here it is. So today I wanted to talk about something I've kind of talked about before, and just a preface, um, this is like a very privileged thing to complain about, and I know that, but it is also something that I deal with all the time and it is that I make everything an exercise and productivity I make everything work and so this has been on my mind because (sighs) (laughs) I'm so stressed just thinking about it Uh, we are starting Dungeons and Dragons again this year and I just spent this weekend kind of grappling with I I I should also say like I love I love uh everything I'm going to talk about but that's kind of the point is that I take these things that should be fun <laughs> and I make it into a job. So I had to I we have reached the end of where where wh- what I had written for Dungeons and Dragons because just as a reminder again uh I am the game master, the dungeon master of this game. I realized we've been playing for like four years. We've been mm-hmm. playing a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was the dungeon master for my previous campaign. And we played that for a long time. Um, and so all of this is on me. I, you can find pre-written campaigns. You can buy a pre-written campaigns. Somebody gave me one for Christmas. But I wrote the whole thing. Which means you have to really spend a lot of time thinking about how it's going to play out, what is going to be the payout, what is going to be, what are the things they could possibly do that you're not anticipating. Also, I've talked about it before, but I write a lot of this in code. Um <laughs> When I say it's work, it's work. <laughs> um, but I really, I do really like it. And again, this is something I chose. This is not, no one put it on me. Um, I think people would have been perfectly fine if I had just done one that was already written. But I have these really high standards for myself. And so like d should be a fun thing. It is a fun thing, but I I can't tell you how much stress I had this weekend doing it. I was texting with you and your partner because the Last of Us 2 remastered came out. Mm-hmm. I desperately wanted to play it. I didn't because mm. I've got to do this. But video games aren't immune from this either. It, I also put on the calendar when I will play video games, I when I will let myself play video games, So in that way, it becomes something that is also no longer (laughs) just a fun thing. It's like, oh, it's on my calendar. I have to do it now or I won't do it. And this is one of the reasons why I've talked about this before. I don't like open world games. I think they're great, but they're not for me because I stress out so much about completing every task. I like a game where there's an ending and the story is done. (laughs) And then I can stop or I can play it again, but the story will still come to an end and it is done instead of me wandering about trying to find this many mushrooms of a certain type. (sighs) I don't like it. Um, It stresses me out. And the same has also become true of fan fiction because I still love it. I love writing it. It's the thing I enjoy. But now it's on my calendar every week. You have to write this much. You have to publish this. You have to do this. I turned it into a job. I turned it into a thing that I have to do. And so it's like, there's still things that I enjoy. Don't get me wrong. That is not what I'm saying. But it has become a stress. I made it a stress. Mm. And it wasn't that before. Like, I just... I feel like I can't just enjoy something. I can't just enjoy it. It has to be somehow productive and good. Like I keep talking about, you've heard me say it a million times. One thing I love about fan fiction is it doesn't have to be good. You can just read whatever. You can write a note at the top that's like, I didn't really think this through. Great. But I can't do it. And I get in my head like this isn't good. Um, so I just, I edit and I edit and I keep... Working on it, and a part of this is a, a part of fandom, which is this loyalty I've discussed before. But you feel like if you don't, if you're not doing it, it'll die. Like, like literally, because <laughs> I'm writing in a very niche space, right? Like, I'm like, if I don't publish, other people won't publish, and then it'll just slowly die, and then I won't have anything to read. So now it's my responsibility, like, I have to keep publishing stuff. And I've been thinking about, too, like, because I've even sort of jokingly said, you know, I could turn The Last of Us 2 into, like, a, a side gig. I could play it and make money, which, you know, isn't a bad thing, but I just don't like that I've really divorced myself from the I just want to play it or I just want to write it. Like, it's is it on my calendar? No. Okay, I can't do it. And, you know, we were sort of talking about this recently, too, because we are very, very, very fortunate, do not get me wrong, uh, that we have flexible jobs and that we get to talk about things that we watch or play. But you and I talked about it when I came over recently and we were like, well, we'll play this game and then we'll do an episode. It's work now. like it's, mm-hmm. And it does sort of take you, it's a different mindset where you're like, okay, what am I going to talk about specifically? What is, what is it? What is it? What is it? And again, that is a great fun job to have or we get to talk about mm-hmm. board games, for example. But I just feel like it sort of saturated all the rest of my life. And I was always like this. This is, I think it's just sort of gotten really intense lately. But I do, I'm I'm the person who loves to watch the movie and be like, let me tell you these things are my thoughts. And I write essays about things because I have to be ready to fight with anybody about having an opinion. So it's not like it's new. It is like part of my personality. I think I was just sort of like this weekend when I was so stressed and I was trying to get all this stuff done. And I was like, Wait, this was originally supposed to be like a fun thing, <laughs> wasn't it? Um, and that's something else I've talked about before. I just feel like I'm really separated from my body. Like I don't eat because I want to. I don't eat what I want. Unless it's delivery with friends. I don't sleep when I want to. I don't sleep when I'm tired. I don't watch things when I want to. Or play things when I want to. Or write things when I want to. So it's like I'm sort of divorced from this whole thing. Like It's like I have to tell myself to do these things. I put things on calendars. And I do often end up enjoying those things. But it's not coming from like, oh, hey, like, there's no simultaneousness of, oh, you know it would be really nice right now? I'd love to play this game. That's not on the schedule. You can't do it. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, and I do think, like, that's part of what we've talked about before with the whole sort of hustler economy, you being productive as sort of a moral thing. And I do take pride in it. Uh, like, recently... Our D and D group and our text messages—they were being very kind and like, oh God, you're such a. They just played Baldur's Gate and they were like, oh, you're such a good game master, like that, and they kept saying, like, oh, you're really good, and I liked that, like, oh, thank you. Um, And it's just kind of so much work behind it that I did again myself. They didn't ask it. But I'm worried if I didn't play the dungeon master, the game master, no one would. And then we wouldn't play. So it's sort of this, I I have to do it. I don't know. I mean...
1: Not that I don't want you to play. I want you to play because I know you enjoy it. But meaning, like, if you're starting to not enjoy it and you're feeling like you're forcing yourself to do it and you think that it's
0: going to die because you didn't do it, if it dies, Mm -hmm. is that a bad thing? I mean, that's what I've been thinking about. Like, I do love it. And I think, like, I don't think anyone would do it. I don't think if I did, if I stopped, no one would do it. I think that says more about the group than you. I know, it, but it's true. It's like the only reason I started doing this at all was because I knew if I didn't do it, no one else was going to do it. And I wanted to do it. Like, I kept, I wanted to play. So, what I mean is, it's a, A question I'm going to have to think about when this comes to an end, um, because they are close to the end. And it could be I'm just at a, I told you, I'm at the part of the game that it's definitely going to be the hardest part, which is where they could choose like 15 different things. And so I have to be ready for those 15 different things. (laughs) This is what you get for playing with ridiculously intelligent people who are
1: all individual personalities on their own. So make the most difficult choices. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I literally was like sitting there, cause again, I coded. So basically, like, I'm like okay, if they do this, if they do this, then this, then this, and this. But I, it, it's an interesting exercise in the human psyche, to be honest, because I was like, well, what questions are they going to think? What weird things are they going to want to do? And I do. Maybe I'm just tired. I do really like it. Like, it's always fun after we do it. I think it's just that I, at the beginning, I had so much inspiration. (laughs) And now I'm at the end. And I'm like, it's not going to be the ending they want. It's not going to live up to what I want or what they want. And that's what happened in my last campaign, actually, because it was during the pandemic. Doing it virtually was really difficult uh, because so much of what I do is like, look at this diorama I made, no joke. Um, So eventually we got to this big boss battle and it took so long between every playthrough. No one could really remember what was going on in this like epic story I had composed. And no one could really remember. And then it was taking so long for the fight to end That people, I think, just got tired of it. And so I was like, all right, well, we'll just end it. Um, (laughs) And so it didn't, and I think, you know, I think in person it would have been better. But I can, I will never know for sure. But it was one of those things that kind of stuck with me. Like, I had put all this work into it, and then I got to the end, and it was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Let's just get it over with. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a National Association member, FDIC.
2: Snag a Job is where America goes to hire, with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire, part time or full time. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire.
3: This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip.
0: And I also just, I don't know, I think a lot of people feel this way. I feel like I don't have as much, and it can't be true, but it feels like I don't have as much time as I used to. It mm-hmm. feels like I'm always working on something. No, I think it could be true.
1: That whole level of like, because you've added more things to your plate, whether you recognize it or not. <sighs> people have moved into the town that you don't see, are asking for some of your time as well. Uh, we added more episodes, you added more episodes to savor, you added fan fiction writing to your uh, mini list. So I think you're running in that level, but you also challenge yourself to make it be complete in an amount of time that's seemingly unrealistic, meaning immediately, like you have to do it immediately, which is... Again, I, as a procrastinator, do not have this problem. Instead, I'm like, hey, I got I got it. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe you also feel like because you have two co-hosts who are those types of personality that you have to make sure you're at the front of it just in case. So that's adding on to that level of immediacy mm-hmm. on top of I must prepare for 15,000 different scenarios of everything, <laughs> not just D&D. Yeah. But also, yeah, maybe doing the schedule which has kept you together is also
0: uh, binding you. Maybe. I mean, and it is like, that actually is part of the problem. It's like less that I'm like, oh God, I have to get in front of my two lovely procrastinator (laughs) co-hosts. It's more that I feel like I can't enjoy something until I'm done Mm -hmm. with work. Like Mm -hmm. I, so it becomes sort of a, Like, again, with the calendar, like, if this is not done, then you can't go do a thing that you want. And that propels me uh, to get a lot of things done early. That also impacts the sleep (laughs) and the eating. But... I don't. Again, this is like a very. I don't want it to. I, feel, I kind of feel like I'm the person in a job interview that's like, my one problem is I'm so good at stuff. That's not what I want it to sound like well, it. at all. Um, but yeah, just it. like, I do want to have uh, like a good, a good game and a good fan fiction and all that stuff. Um, people are so nice. I don't want to make it sound like anybody has been making me feel bad or that they're owed this a lot. It's just me. But I was thinking about it too, because (laughs) I am so bad at sleep and I've gotten better, but I'll literally like this morning, I was laying in bed and I was like thinking about how I was going to say things in the podcast and what episodes we can do and all this stuff. And I was like, stop. Working. This is. <laughs> this try to sleep, and I know everyone does that. We talked about that recently. This is not a unique thing to me, but it just feels like every second of my time has to be productive. And that's one of my favorite things: is to lay in bed and just kind of think about stuff that isn't work. I don't want to lose that too. <laughs> it's a very interesting. Yeah, hobby. I know. <laughs> I feel like that's when I get a lot of my best, like, imaginative ideas. That's fair.
1: Yeah, but again, I think this also comes back to you keep saying like everybody does this, not necessarily like the amount <laughs> of sleep you get is unreal to me. It kind of scares me for you because <laughs> I'm like, how do you function? And I get like some people don't need all that sleep, and I have the opposite problem of like sometimes I sleep too much. I've, I've gotten better. I've done some new regimens at night, and I think it's helping. Uh, but like. I definitely sleep for at least six hours. Doing less than six hours makes me dysfunctional. So when you're talking about, I got more than four hours of sleep, I'm excited. I'm like, what the f***? (laughs) (laughs) How are you standing? And I know Uh you also sit to to rest. But it's not as normal as you think that is. (laughs) And not that it's like, you're abnormal, you're weird. It's just like, no, there's, I mean, this can cause issues with the anxiety and especially like, if I don't get enough sleep, I'm nauseous all day. It's weirdly odd to me like that. I'm sure there's a thing and a doctor could tell us exactly what's wrong with us. But like, <laughs> in that level of like, that's probably a lot of things are linked to that. So like the whole level of like, I know everybody goes through something like, no, that's not as normal as you think that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you should get checked out (laughs) I still hold to that you need to get checked out Um, there's things that that you need to go get checked out I'm going to say that again I love you Um, but like in that level of like these are some of these things are yes absolutely like just there's not enough time in the day some of these things are yes you putting it on yourself and it's causing you so much anxiety and some of these things are like yes this is physiology you need to get that checked out
0: with much love Mm, maybe (laughs) Mm, maybe Um, well yeah that was kind of like the joke with the The Last of Us 2 coming out was everybody was asking about it and I was like literally if I start to play this now that's it like my whole day (laughs) it will be a disaster I just I wish I had better like I wish I allowed myself more room to be like, oh, hey, you want to do that? Okay, let's do that." That's all. Uh- <laughs> also, you
1: should you should get your health checked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you're saying I'm an insane
1: person. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, this is the thing. Like, some of these things are legitimate. Some of these things are because you're ignoring things. So, <laughs> <laughs> my sleep has come. Well, peppy. you did tell me that, which is impressive. Of which I'm glad because I was yeah. really concerned. <laughs> It's like, well, you cannot survive on two hours of sleep a night. It's not, not going to work.
0: Apparently, I was telling you about this, but apparently uh, during the pandemic, uh, especially for women, that has become a pretty common thing because w- what's happening is I'm essentially waking up and not going back to sleep. And apparently, during the pandemic, a lot of people—that happens like normally—but normally you would just go back to sleep because we're all like anxious and stressed. You don't just go back to sleep. Your brain starts to be like, "Let me work on something."
1: Yes. <laughs> <Are> <laughs> you were doing one? that before the pandemic. I've I've long been anxious. Yeah, that's like you've <laughs>
0: been—you've had issues with sleep before, like. <laughs>
1: Girl, no, I have don't a, act I like it's a new thing. thing.
0: Don't lie to me. No, but but <laughs> it, it, my sleep thing has changed from what it was before the pandemic. Yes, that's true. It's, true. <laughs> it's still trouble to sleep, but it's different.
1: It's different. Okay,
0: okay. It's a different trouble. So. I remember the episode. It was
1: pre-pandemic, I think. <laughs> so we were in the studio, so don't lie to me. <laughs> don't lie to the listeners.
0: <laughs> don't act like it was no. Pandemic. <laughs> never listeners, <laughs> never. Uh, <laughs> well, I would love to hear if anybody has any thoughts on this. If you connect to this, if you've like taken every hobby you have and made it into some kind of work exercise, I'd love to hear from you. I feel like a lot of mothers would understand this. Oh, I think so. Yeah. I think so. You can email us at stepindiamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on TikTok and Instagram at Stuff Mom Never Told You. Uh, we have a tea public store, and yes, we have a book. Thanks, as always, to our super producer, Christina, our executive producer, Maya, and our contributor, Joey. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff on EverTold is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts on iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank a National Association, member FDIC. Imagine you're a fly on the wall
3: at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: The Black Effect presents Family Therapy,
3: and I'm your host, Elliot Connie.